Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Line Star On Deck MLB DFS podcast. Hope every weekend getting ready for another week MLB DFS action with a nine game slate on Monday. Before we get into that, make sure you check out Line Star on Twitter at Line Star App at Line Star MLB and go and get the app at the Apple App Store and on Google Play. It is worth every bit of your time to download it and play with it. It is amazing, great stuff there. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? How about a no-hitter? How about a double-header sweep? Uh, and how about a 500 record for my Arizona Diamondbacks? It was a great weekend for me uh, seeing that. I, I don't know if it's going to count. They're kind of debating on if a seven-inning no-hitter counts or if it doesn't right now. So I guess we'll figure that out in the next couple of days. Right now it doesn't count, but they were celebrating it like it counted. So it was uh, uh, yeah, I- a pretty impressive day for my D-backs. Hey, if baseball's going to be, if baseball's going, I'm going to change my word. If baseball's going to allow for seven inning double hitters, that is an actual legal game, then it should be a no hitter. Yeah, you can't throw any more innings. So how yeah, is that not, not his fault? Right, so, right. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad they celebrated at Mad Bum. It was funny to see, like you know, everyone poo pooing on him, and he actually got the job done. So that was cool. <laughs> Um, Dodgers Padres continue to just live up to the hype. We talked about like I think last Monday we're like, yeah, what a great series. And now we're here this Monday. And, yeah, what another great series. Like, <laughs> my goodness, what the Tatis's uh, shoulder still looks broken to me, but he's figuring out how to hit bombs. That's all I know. Yeah, he's keeping the two hands on the bat, yeah. I guess, uh, on his follow through and stuff. And maybe that'll last the whole year, but uh, he is uh, dropping absolute bombs right now. So, uh, he is killing them. Love his uh, one eyed celebration going around uh, first base against Trevor Bauer. So. Uh, oh yeah. And the yeah. meme, like all the <laughs> little barbs and exchanges have been fantastic. So, uh, yeah, it's a really, really good rivalry right now. And you got to respect Bauer because Bauer flat out said, Hey, he had a home run off of me, do whatever you want. It's my fault. So like he, he's, he gets it. He's like, I'll talk trash. You can talk trash back. Knock yourself out. <laughs> That's a nice part about Bauer, but then the Twitter stuff. Oh yeah. And, I'm just talking know. about on the field. Like he's, he's a dumb, dumb in other aspects of life, but I think what he tries, what he tries to do to make baseball better. I like Yes. So okay. You know what? We can both get on board for that. I yeah. Agree I that. try to like. It's like a lot of things in our life. We have to kind of focus on certain lanes, and I'm trying to focus on that lane <laughs> with Trevor Bauer. <laughs> so yeah, it's a fun weekend overall. There's obviously more than a couple series that took place, but we're not going to go through everything because, well, that's what uh, Quick Pitch on MLB Network is for. We're here to break down your nine game Monday slate, which is nice because both slates, Fanduel and DraftKings, are nine games. They both start at like 7:05 Eastern. It's going to be a lot of fun. Right now, we only have six totals on the slate because there's some <laughs> pitching changes and other stuff like that. Overall, it looks like no no rain, which is going to be outstanding. Um, the wind's blowing out heavy in St. Louis, so keep that in mind. The left field. Other than that, it looks like a relatively simple evening. So, Bogman, if you're ready, I'm ready. You want to do this? Let's roll. Let's do it. Okay, we'll kick it off with the Yankees at the Orioles Camden Yard specials. This is like circling the chalk Yankee stack incoming. Uh, we have David Garcia versus Matt Harvey. Total of nine in this game. You have Garcia on DraftKings is $7,100 on FanDuel. He's not there yet because they didn't know he was starting. 
Harvey's 53 on DraftKings, 63 on FanDuel. We're obviously not using him. Any interest in da uh, Davey Garcia is possibly an SP2 on DraftKings. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe a little bit. So sorry about that. That was my cat falling off of my table here. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think Davey would be a pretty nice second starter in DK. Yeah. I'm with you there. If, if you're making a bunch of lineups, he's there. If for some reason you need to save some money, he's there, but, uh, there's some other options I prefer, but I am on board with it. Cause a lot of strikeouts to be had there. Supposedly he's already stretched out at the alt site, which is great to see. Obviously I kind of hinted at it. The total is nine. Bats, Bogman. Where are we going? Yeah, lots of bats in this game. Uh, Stanton at 49 and 36 seems like he's starting to come around. Ronan Odor has started to hit Bub, and he's 31 and 26. So they really, had him a really clean up cheap. on Sunday. Clean up on R Sunday. Right, exactly. Uh, there, there's some bats on the, the Baltimore side as well. 44 and 31 for Trey Mancini. Hayes, who hit a bomb this weekend, 26 and 23. Mountcastle's 34 and 25. And Cedric Mullen's still cheap, 35 and 27. So uh, there are some decent bats in this game. Yeah, definitely the Baltimore side, I think, will be a little more contrarian, obviously. But um, that that is some nice value that I think you can play with in this game. I don't mind a game stack in this game at all. I think it's very, very live. Uh, but on like the, the Yankee side of things, you can get Gio Urshela for 34 on DK, and he's uh, like 28 on FanDuel. You get Brett Gardner's 34 on DK. He's been leading off a lot. There's some nice value to be had with the big boppers as well. So the Yankees will be popular for good reason. Uh, mix and match there. I think a game stack's very much in play if you're not using Davey Garcia. Chicago at the Atlanta Braves. Davies, Morton, total of eight and a half in this one. Morton's 8K on DK. He's 86 on FanDuel. Zach Davies is 75 on DK. He's 56 on FanDuel. I'm not interested in Davies too much, Bobbin, but Morton, I, I keep going back to the well in a tournament. He's got strikeout appeal to me, but are you in on either of these pitchers? Uh, not really. Uh, I mean, maybe Morton, but I'm telling you, ever since I, uh, ever since the, the Cubs had that 16-run game, they have been hitting. So yep. I feel like I don't want either side of this game. You know, Davies might be a nice contrarian play. He's been terrible, and, and I'm not going to try to sit here and, you know, tell you that he is going to be good in this game. I have no idea, but I did just watch the Braves get two hits over 14 innings and strike out 14 times. So uh, their bats are about as dead as they can get right now. So Davies might be a nice contrarian play just because the Braves aren't hitting right now. Very, very popular. If you want to get really weird, as I like to say, that is an option. So I don't don't hate when guys want to make a stand like that. You can get all the bats when you do that. But speaking of bats, uh, DK has the Braves priced up, at least the big dogs. And then uh, Fandle, they're a little expensive. But you like the Cubs also. So what bats do you like here? Yeah, th there's a couple bats. I mean, we have some nice uh, PVB data here. I mean, I don't, you know, if Pablo's in the lineup, which is a rarity, he is four for 11 off of Davies with two doubles and a homer. Uh, Marcelo Zuna is nine for 23 off of Davies with a double. Um, and then uh, we have Anthony Rizzo is five for 20, but three of his five hits are for extra bases, uh, two doubles and a bomb off of Davies in his career. On the Cubs side, I mean, these guys are hitting. Baez is hitting 4,900, 3,800. Hayward is hitting 33 and 27. Chris Bryant, 47 and 38. Nico Horner, who just got called up, is hitting 27 and 2300. He's nice and cheap. And uh, Guillermo Heredia is playing center field every day, 34 and 29 right now, and then 32 and 25 for Austin Riley. Yep. So there's some nice prices on both sides of this game. 
Yeah, it's definitely one if you don't believe in Charlie Morton. I like the idea, like the the values, especially you mentioned Horner. I like Austin Riley's for the Braves. He's been heating up uh, over the weekend, and we've talked about him before. Like even last season, when he gets streaky, he gets really streaky. So he's a very nice, so nice values, like you said. Plus the Acuna's, the Freemans of the world are expensive. You can go there if you're on the Braves side. The Cubs, yeah, I don't I don't hate the idea of tacking Morton. They just got to work on their strikeouts. But they are heating up, so that could be big. They did get mowed down by Woodruff on uh, Sunday, but that happens. But I like the values, especially Corner and uh, Riley are two that I've kind of circled going into the evening. Next up on the docket, we have Oakland at Tampa Bay. Sean Manaya versus Rich Hill. Total is eight and a half in this one. We have Manaya on DraftKings at 78, and on FanDuel, he is a whopping $8,100. On DK, we have Rich Hill at 68, and on FanDuel, we have him at 58. I'm never a Mania guy, but he's been burning me of late. Are you in on either of these pitchers? I'm in on Mania. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in on Mania for this game against Tampa Bay. And, you know, let's start another win streak. You know, they had 13 wins in a row. The A's did finally lost on Sunday, but I think they can uh, they can start to come back uh, in this game. I like the price at 78 and 81. Uh, and some of these bats have been hot. You mentioned it in the last show we did that. Uh, you know, uh, our, our boy Matt Olson is crushing it right now. Mm-hmm. And he is not crazy expensive, 48 and 38. So not bad. Elvis Andrus has been hitting 32 and 22 for him. So he, he's been pretty good. Mark Canna, 41 and 35 is a little pricey. Jed Lowry at 42 and 31 is a little pricey too. But Joey Wendell, uh, 37 and 38, actually cheaper on DK. So I really like that price for him in this game. And then Kevin Kiermaier at 2,500 and 2,300. He had a nice weekend. So he's hitting a little bit too. Should he be in the lineup? Yeah, you got the big dogs like the the Loriano's been. He he had at least one or two homers over the weekend. Um, you mentioned Olson. I like Connor just leading off. He's just a cash machine, uh, getting on base and scoring runs double digit wise there. So I like those quite a bit. Um, on the Tampa Bay side though, you get Yandy Diaz super cheap. He's thirty three on DK, twenty seven on Fanduel. Mike Broso who crushes lefties hit a homer on Saturday. He's thirty five on DK, twenty eight on Fanduel. Uh, so those are a couple cheapies I really, really like. Like the Anders one's interesting, but also on um, DK, you can get like Matt Chapman for 29. Margot's, I mean, on Fandle, 29. Uh, Margot's 29 on Fandle, 27 on DK. So another game, if you don't buy into the pitching too much, you're looking for some avenues of value. Oakland Tampa Bay has a lot of it. So I think yeah, that's definitely really definitely an angle to go to. Even if like you don't have to stack it, if it's like one or two pieces, and then it just allows you to do everything else you want to do, not the worst thing in the world. All right, this is the one where I don't <laughs> plan on using a ton of bats on this one, and you're going to find out in a minute why. Miami at Milwaukee, Trevor Rogers, Corbin Burns. The total is six and a half. Oh, my that God. That tells yeah. you everything you need to know. <laughs> six and a half. And uh, we said this Friday when Jacob deGrom was 10900 on DraftKings just to play him. He was 12000 in FanDuel. Sometimes there's good cash. Sometimes there's mispricings. Corbin Burns is 10-4 on DK. So just play him on Fanduel. He's eleven one. I'm pretty good with just playing him too. Yeah. Trevor Rogers is eighty four on DK and he's ninety six on Fanduel. I have thoughts on these pitchers. I want to get yours first because I have a strategy topic to talk about. So what do you like with these two? I mean, I think I'm okay with either one of them. You know, uh, Burns obviously has been uh, super super hot. Still hasn't walked about or all that good stuff. So if you want to just go chalk and start him and pay up absolutely do it. I mean, he, you know, just like we mentioned with DeGrom, he's going to do it. I'm not uh, against Rogers as a contrarian play either. So uh, I like both of them. 
Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that. Corbin Burns, no walks, 40K so far. He hasn't given up a run in his last three starts. Over 30 points in every start. Like, the dude's ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm playing him pretty much everywhere. He's a cash game, 100% lock. Like, you just put him in. In tournaments, if you want to get different, sure. But, like, I defined it as if you make 10 lineups, I'd go 70 to 80% burns and then maybe get different in, like, two or three spots. I wouldn't get too cute. The other strategy I have on DraftKings, I'm good playing both of them together. I'm 100% good with that. Uh, we've seen it work here in recent games, especially when big-time big, like, big time pitchers pitch together. Um, on paper, say Burns gets his 30 to 35 and Rodgers gets his 20 to 25. You're talking 50 to 60 points right there. Fine. Because in reality, you're not using bats in this game. So yeah. play both pitchers and take the points. The only other angle I'll say, because I'm not going to play any bats right now, if you're looking to be contrarian on this slate, this is the two lineups to play. So just right. like just go for it. But if Burns you and are Rogers, gonna be, yeah, yeah if you are gonna be contrarian, I, I would go with just some of the hot bats. Jesus Aguilar, I told you guys he's gonna yeah. start hitting homers, and he did this weekend. Three and homers in four games in San Francisco. Right. And then Jazz Chisholm, uh, and he's 39 and 28, so he's not expensive. Jazz Chisholm is 43 and 3100. Then on the flip side, uh, Vogelbach, 33 and 25. Nice cheap option. Colton Wong, 37, 29. Omar, Varna, uh, Omar Narvaez has been hitting 4,500 and 2,500. So he's cheap too. And your boy, Kevin here is back too. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, thanks. <laughs> no, there's there's tons of values. Like the only the one thing I'll suggest if you're going to play any bats for either of these games, do like a full like five man stack. Like you go for broke. Don't right, just right. like don't cherry pick it. Go for the app. Like they're shelling someone tonight. Because if you pick like one or two and then it's one or two other guys, you're gonna be still angry. It's just it's still, if you're going for this one, go That's for the gusto. True. Don't yeah. even mess around. All right, Philadelphia at St. Louis on this slate. The over under is eight. Zach Wheeler at against Adam Wainwright. Wheeler's nine K on DK. He's eighty three on Fanduel on DK. At Wainwright seventy two um, on Fanduel seventy five. Personally, Bogman, I also said the wind's supposed to be blowing out heavy to left field in this game. Um, I'm not going with either pitcher here. I do like some of the bats. What about you? Did you say the over or was there an over for this? Over under is eight on this one. Eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I want to stack St. Louis bats in this one. A uh, lot of good PVB data here versus Wheeler. Uh, Paul DeYoung, three for six with a double and two homers. So all three of his six at bats uh, or all three of his hits off of Wheeler have gone for extra bases. Uh, Yadier Molina, who may or may not play, he left uh, Sunday's game with foot soreness. Uh, he is three for eight with a double. Uh, Bryce Harper. Uh, against Wainwright is 11 for 23 off of him with four doubles and a bomb. And he hit two homers today. Matt Joyce, should he be in the lineup is four for 10 with two doubles and Andrew McCutcheon, of course, because Pittsburgh and the Cardinals play each other a million times, 19 for 64 in his career off of Wainwright. That's a 297 average with six doubles, a triple and two homers. So, you know, was that nine of his 19 hits gone for extra bases uh, on the Philly side. Uh, Hoskins, 5,200, 3,700, and Real Muto, 5,200, and 3,300 as uh, pretty hot options as well. So I, I might stack both sides of this game. Yeah, I like quite a few. I prefer the Philly side, but everyone goes, well, what about the uh, Coors Field hangover? It does happen. There's, there's very truth to that, but I, I like the Philly side for sure. But I don't like don't mind St. Louis, and you mentioned a couple reasons why. I like the, some of the right-handed options to be different. Like I love Carlson, of course. He's thirty-three on both sides. That's still too cheap for me. Um, or he's thirty-three and twenty-nine. I mean, but you mentioned De Jong, and then if Yadier is not there, Kinsler or Kninsler, I, I don't know how to say yeah, it probably. Kinsler, I think it is. He started on Sunday, 
and um, he's super cheap. Like I played him yeah. everywhere in cash just for the like, twenty two hundred bucks. He'll play again. He's a prospect that actually had offensive pedigree, so he's not like a complete bum when he comes up to hit. So keep him in mind as value. I really like the the St. Louis side of this game. And the other reason why I was saying it is you look at career splits, lefties have hit Wheeler pretty good. But this season, righties are hitting him for a ton of power. So right. I think that's an angle if you want to be different. Like you play your Carlsons and some of these guys, but Goldie, um, Arenado, DeYoung, like all these guys, all these big right-handed bats that people get scared to play against the, the right-handed pitcher could be very, very nice tonight. So I like that St. Louis side. You mentioned the Philly guys. Like obviously I'm a Reese guy, Harper, but – the uh, the St. Louis side I think is very intriguing. There's always like one or two stacks I think I kind of want to get weird with, and that's one of them for sure. All right, we don't have a total on this one. Angels at Rangers, and the reason is is because Shohei Otani is going to start on Saturday, and it was kind of made official late in the day. So it's Otani versus Jordan Lyles. Otani seventy seven on DK. He's ninety one on Fanduel, which makes sense. Jordan Lyles on DK is 62 on FanDuel, 72. If you're not playing Trevor Rogers, you better play Shohei Otani on DraftKings. That's all I have to say. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. I don't think I'm messing with Otani until he throws like one really good gem of a game. You know, you and, weren't and happy I, with his four innings last week at 80 pitches. And he was on pitch four count. innings. He was on a pitch count for 80 pitches. Now he's going to be able to go 90 to 100 again this week. Yeah. Okay. I mean, 90 to 100 is better, but I just, uh, you know, any little thing he slips at home plate, uh, he stubs true. his toe on the way out the dugout, you know, I mean, uh, and they yank him. So I'm just not, uh, I'm just not happy with that yet. So I, I just want to see him uh, get a full start in a full, like 115 pitches and go, you know, um, it, I, I hate this baby of him. It drives me nuts. So um, I think that's how I'm looking at him right now. The other thing I want to mention, I was looking at this earlier. So when you look at the Texas Rangers, this is impressive stuff, Bogman. Going into Sunday, because Fangraphs has not – we record on Sunday night. Fangraphs has not updated. They take a day to update everything. Going into Sunday's action, Texas is striking out over 30% of the time versus right-handed pitching. <laughs> Almost a third of their at-bats are strikeouts. So I'll take my chances. In a tournament at 7,700, I will not play them at 91 on FanDuel. So I just wanted to discuss it there. I think Otani is very intriguing at 77. But for the bats, we got to like the Angels, I think. Yeah, I mean, lots of history here, too. Trout, 5 for 15, should he be actually in this lineup? Uh, two doubles, two homers off of Lyles. 6 for 13 for Upton with a double. 3 for 7 for Suzuki with a double. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm into some Angels bats for sure. Walsh has gotten cheaper. Suzuki keeps hitting, like you said. Uh, Fletcher's really cheap. He's actually kind of starting to hit, and he's at least at a price point where it like, makes sense to give him a shot now before he's like high fours and low fives. And I love the Upton price tag uh, outside of the obvious trout. So I'm with you there. If you don't believe in Otani, then I think it's worth having a Ranger stack if you want one. I will say that much because I stacked them on Friday after we talked about I did a game stack of uh, White Sox and Rangers with DeGrom, and they were all like less than 10% owned, and it was great. So that's how you'd be different. But would you be interested in Texas or are you just avoiding Texas? No, no, I, I'm interested in Texas a little bit too because I think we're going to get to that Angels bullpen fairly quick because of this pitch count and all that stuff. So Garcia, who has been just hitting, I, he went for a crazy amount in my TGFBI league. It was like 170 bucks. But uh, Adoles Garcia, 4,100, 3,400. Nick Solak, 49 and 35. Nate Lowe, 42 and 34. And Willie Calhoun, still cheap, 29 and 26. Those are the bats I like on the Rangers side. And you said a key point there. If he goes four or five innings, I don't think he goes – I'd be shocked if he goes six, but I think he can go five. Either way, you're getting four to five 
innings of that bullpen. And that's the key, like you said. So it's right. like you're going to roster him, just stomach the like one and a half at bats that might suck. And then just remember that end of the, and they were doing that against even the White Sox. Like he got on Kopech on Sunday, he had 10 Ks through four. They got to the bullpen. All of a sudden, the Rangers scored like five or six runs. Right. So this offense is kind of sneaky. They're streaky, but they're sneaky. So I'm with you. Like Lowe, Garcia, Solak, uh, really, really good stuff there. Uh, I think it's another one of those kind of contrarian plays. Uh, Seattle at Houston. We do not have a total in this game either. But right now, I have Urquidy versus Sheffield. Urquidy's 82 on DK. He is 67 on FanDuel. On DK, Justice Sheffield's 55 on, on FanDuel. He's 71. Like, I, I'm not like the biggest fan of Urquidy. I think he's good. And I, I don't think 67 is a fair price for him. Yeah, I, I think he's just. Uh... It's that last start. Uh, of course, you got to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because his last start was in Colorado. He had three walks and one strikeout, gave up four earn. Uh, the game before that, five and two-thirds, he had two walks and seven strikeouts. That was on the road against Seattle. So, yeah, I think uh, I like Arkady at this price. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think if you're making a few lineups and you want to punt a pitcher, I think he's a very viable one on FanDuel. On DK, I'm not as in love with him at his price point when you have Rodgers 200 more. I'm a fan of the Otani factor. I, I think he's still in play. I'm not like discounting him completely, but he's a little more of a discussion on DK. Um, what bats do you like here? Because Justice Sheffield is, isn't doing it for me. Houston, <laughs> Houston's um, swinging it hot right now. Yeah, I mean, and I, I want to ride those hot Houston bats too. Uh, Bregman, 5,300. Carlos Correa at 54 and 36. Guriel at 46, 29. Miles Straw, low in the lineup, but still cheap, 28, 24. And Michael Brandley is at 56 and 32. So I, I want to ride those hot bats. And on the Seattle side, if you're not going to start a Rikidi, Ty France has been hot, 4,300. Mitch Hanniger, 4,000. Uh, 37 and Kyle Seeger's 44, but 29 on FanDuel. So, some good options here. Yeah, you nailed it. If you're not playing Rikidi, I think I played the one, two, three Hanniger, France, Seeger stack like at least one lineup every day of the last week. And I'm not even right. BSing. Like, they're just they're sneaky talented and they're always affordable. So, I, I've been on that quite a bit. And I, I do really, really like that Houston side. I try to be different a little where little bit if you want, or just take the chalk and be different elsewhere in some other stack. But they're they're swinging a good and Altuve could even be coming back. So see what you see what you want to do with that. Two more games to go for you as we head to the West Coast. But before we get there, if you go to iTunes, if you could rate and review the podcast, we, we would appreciate it quite a bit. Or if you'd like to watch the podcast, go check out the Line Star YouTube channel. Subscribe and share and like all that good stuff. Give it the thumbs up, which helps out there. We'd really really appreciate it. All right, Bogman, Colorado at the Giants. Austin Gomber, Anthony DiScofani, over under seven and a half on this one. Disclo is 79 on DK, 68 on FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel has Chichi Gonzalez. It is Austin Gomber. Austin Gomber, 65 on DK, so we don't know his FanDuel price yet. Austin Gomber is an SP2 option for me if you're punting. Do you have any interest in either pitcher? Uh, no, I have lots of interest in bats on both sides in this game. What you got? Uh, I like, uh, you know, PVB data versus Descalfani on the Colorado side. Uh, story three for seven with a double. Uh, he's cheap on FanDuel, 48.35. So I think that's a decent buy. Uh, Charlie Blackman, he's been terrible this year, yeah. but he does have some good PVB data here. Four for 12 with a triple against Descalfani. 4,000. He's in 3200 is cheap for him, but that's a risky one. On the other side, some of the hot bats on Colorado. Crone, Tapia, Hampson, McMahon, and then there's all kinds of hot bats for your Giants right now With uh, over the last week with Yastrzemski, Dickerson, Ruff, Posey, Belt, Flores, all 
pretty decent. So I kind of like a giant stack against Gomber here. Yeah, if you're not using Gomber, I get it because sometimes he has walk problems, but he, he looks better this year. He's striking guys out. Uh, he, he dominated the Giants in Coors earlier this year, so we'll see how he does. But the Giants bats are hot. I do like the price tag on Posey. He's swinging it really like that year off has done him wonders, it looks like. Don't mind him. Like, yeah, like the Floreses, the Slaters, the Ruffs, like you can use as versus lefties. So I don't mind those if, if you're going that route. And then on, on the Rocky side, like I don't know if I'm going all in on the Rocks, but I will say you mentioned uh, Stories 35 on FanDuel. The 48 price tag on DK seems high, but for Trevor Story, that's low. And, and right, even outside right. of Coors Field, that's low. So I'm like a part of me just thinks that's kind of a play that I'm gonna it, take the discount on uh, compared to other shortstops that are expensive. Like in Coors, he's like 55, 56, but even outside, he's in the five still. So 48, uh, he's hitting for great averages here, home or away. So I don't completely hate that play. Last game of the night: Reds at Dodgers. Tyler Molle, Julio Urias, over under seven and a half. Urias 97 on DK, 99 on Fandle. You got Tyler Molle 94 on DK, 93 on Fandle. I like both pitchers. I don't know if I'm going to use either one. Are you interested in either one? I think I'd be interested in Urias. Yeah, uh, if if I had to pick one, 97 and 99, I think is a decent price for him. You know, you're not getting involved at that point probably in the Burns uh, versus Rogers game. So I think Urias is a nice pivot. Yeah, Urias, when I mentioned earlier, like if Burns, if you're doing 10 lineups, you do like seven or eight Burns, Urias would be the other two or three. That's kind of right. where I've looked at that just because he's been so volatile. If you look at his games this year, he's either all or nothing. So tournament style stuff. Uh, what bats do you like in this game, though? Because the Dodgers hit everybody. Like I respect Molly and like Molly, but after you get to him, that good old Reds bullpen shows up. Yeah, I feel like you could pretty much play any Dodgers bat yes. here. Uh, my, I think my favorites are... Uh, Taylor and Pollock, they've been hot recently. 3,600, 2,500 for Pollock, should he be in the lineup? And then Taylor at 46 and 31 has been real nice as well. Uh, on the other side, if you're not playing Urias, Winker has been red hot. 42 and 4,000 is probably my favorite red spot. Yeah, those are always the strong plays. And try to find value if you can. Go to the outfield somewhere with them. Um, it, it's just tough. Mustakas is out, and uh, Urias is just weird, but I, I do like the, the Dodgers bats. I check the Dodgers lineups because they're always rotating these guys out there. It's like you'll get Sheldon Noyce in there, or you'll get this Rayleigh guy or some other ones that are super cheap, <laughs> and they somehow all produce. It's so yeah, annoying. So and, annoying. And, and remember, I mean, this may not be the best day out of all of them in this Dodgers-Red series, but you know, just getting into that Reds bullpen, it yep. will just open the floodgates, especially against the Dodgers. In a big, big way. So that is true. But that wraps up our nine-game preview of this slate. Real quick, we like Burns. I think they got our pitching that we like. Who do you like to stack up tonight? Yeah, I like the Yankees uh, stack against the Orioles. I think that's a pretty solid one. Uh, either side of Cardinals and Phillies, I think, is pretty decent. And I like the Giants against Gomber. Yeah, the Yankees Yankees and Astros, I think, will be the two, mo and maybe the Dodgers will be like your popular ones tonight for good reasons. I think that St. Louis uh, is, a, is a nice pivot angle. And a few other ones we talked about, like Baltimore and Texas, could be interesting as well, going for the bullpen angle there but with all that being said bog let's win some free swag for the listeners kick off monday with a bang everybody will pick our home run calls of the night bogman myself and ryan humphreys the tweet will go out retweet the tweet they'll pick three of you at random if one of the home runs hits you'll win some free swag so bogman on this monday april 26th 
Who's your home run call of the day? You mean Giancarlo Stanton against those Orioles? Don't know where he's going to get it, but I think he gets it. Let's go. I like that one. I like that quite a bit. Um, you're going Giancarlo. We're going to stick in the same game, though. And I am going with the one, the only. I'm getting off the schneid here. Glaber Torres is in Baltimore, folks. Glaber Torres <laughs> is going deep in Baltimore. So he's he's he's, fix, he's fixing his right his wrongs here. Glaber Torres. So we'll see. But uh, that'll wrap us up on this Monday edition. Again, check out Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app at Lionstar MLB. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Go subscribe. Watch all that good stuff on YouTube on the Lionstar channel. And get the app, the Apple App Store, at Google Play. But other than that, good luck on Monday, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow. See you, everybody. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.